Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hi, One Hope. This is Jeremiah Schuler, and welcome to chapter 24 of Luke, the very last chapter. In this chapter, we see the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and so therefore preceding the chapter is clearly the crucifixion of Christ. In this chapter, you can break it up into four little sections. The tomb, where Jesus is shown to no longer be there. Um, you have Mary Magdalene and a group of women who've prepared a bunch of spices, and they discover that he's no longer in the tomb and that he is risen. Then you can go on to the road, uh, section two of the chapter, where Jesus presents himself to two people walking on the road. And they don't recognize that it's Jesus. And during this moment, uh, Jesus really opens up the gospel to them and talks to them about who he is and the message of the gospel and this new um, this new covenant that he's created. And then we can go to section three, which is the room where God presents or Jesus presents himself to the 11 disciples and everybody around us. And he shows them the scars on his hands and he confirms with them that he is Jesus Christ, that he's not a ghost. He even eats some fish to just demonstrate the human nature that the fact that he is a hundred percent man and a hundred percent God. And then at the very end of the chapter, the very last portion, we see that Jesus Christ blesses everybody and then goes back up into the heavens. So I wanted to talk about two particular things um, about this chapter that really stood out to me. And the very first thing is Mary Magdalene in the very beginning of the chapter. She's one of the first people to see that Jesus Christ is no longer in the tomb. I think this is incredibly special for the fact that Mary Magdalene was the one who... Um, washed and cleaned Jesus' feet uh, with a one-year salary of perfume. She is one of the only people consistently met, mentioned throughout all of the Gospels of being a witness to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And then she is one of the first people to see Jesus Christ being risen from the dead. Now, one of the most common things that everyone talks about is... Um, how she's a woman and this is clearly a testimony to being eyewitness being an eyewitness testimony because in the court of law in israel at that time women's testimonies were not considered of value uh, but besides that i think the the thing that really stuck to me was like the just how god consistently uplifts those who are not being held in high regard by society. That yes, this is an eyewitness, and clearly this is evidence to this was a historical account, because no one would necessarily just write this in during this time. Uh, but Jesus just uses people in incredible ways that can never be predicted. And that gives me hope for my life, and that gives me hope for people around me, that God has incredible plans for us that he's intertwining and creating for us. Um, and we just get to be a part of that amazing ride. And then I co coming on to the second thing that really stood out to me was the confusion of 
the people on the road, and the 12 disciples. We have hindsight. Hindsight's 2020. We're able to look back at these people and be like, man, how come you don't understand what's happening? Or how come they're so doubtful of the fact that Jesus has risen? Like, it's it's really obvious. He's talked about it over and over and over again. And he's told them in great detail exactly what's going to happen. They understand all of the prophecies. So why are they so confused? And I realized the Bible really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It wouldn't have a, a very strong foundation without the physical resurrection of Jesus Christ. And to some extent, they don't have that yet during this moment. They are processing it in live time. And so those dots are only now being connected. They're receiving that last cornerstone of the gospel and that new covenant. And so God has to open up their eyes and open up their hearts so they can fully comprehend the full message of the gospel, this new covenant that's been created. And that speaks volumes to me about, one, the human nature of just like, this is an extremely challenging thing to approach. The fact that a human being has died and resurrected. But also, it really confirms the fact that our whole systems of belief, like everything that we live for, being Christians, you know, being born again, having this new covenant, like the love and grace that God has given us, the gift of Jesus Christ, is solely determined on this resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that was true for them. Because they haven't like experienced the resurrection yet, and they're experiencing it live time, none of this completely makes sense until they're able to fully process this, until they were able to speak with Jesus, until he was able to open up their minds and show them the reality of the gospel. Then they were able to go worship, to be filled with joy, and to continue on their journey. And so that's all I have for you today. I just pray that we are able to read these verses and that we ourselves are able to open up our hearts to the amazing gift of Jesus Christ. Okay, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of your Son. Thank you for this message, Lord, a message filled with grace and love, of acceptance of who we are, Lord, of creating a community um, filled with love and protection and the the feeling of being adopted into a family lord that we are not left alone to live a life aimless and meaningless lord but you have specifically have chosen us to be a part of your family lord in your name amen